Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Get ready to grip it and rip it. All right, let's move on. We got golfers waiting. Dedicated to bringing better golf to America, this is Tea to Green, the golf show. Tonkin Golf, 52 weeks a year and loving it. This is Tea to Green, the golf show. Jay Ritchie with Jerry Evans and another home edition of the big show thanks for making what we do a part of your sports weekend so happy to have you join us for a super special edition of tea to green first off jerry is back with us recovered from recent eye surgery he is here looking good and seeing good and his timing is terrific because today we have a show and a guest that you don't want to miss one guest today the great Gary Player will be with us, one of golf's big three, along with Jack Nicklaus and Arnold Palmer. He also uh, has won uh, the Masters, the Open, the U.S. Open, and the PGA Championship. He's one of only five players to claim the career Grand Slam, and he did it before he reached the age of 30. He's also got nine career majors, nine career majors total on his resume, over 160 wins worldwide. He's a member of the World Golf Hall of Fame, and this year he is the latest recipient of the Presidential Medal of Freedom. We'll talk to him about his career, about the fact that he's also a pioneer in diet, health, and fitness for the game of golf. And as I mentioned, he's a member of the World Golf Hall of Fame as well. Yes, that Gary Player joins us for the first time ever today here on Tee to Green. It's early Sunday morning. The sun is coming up. I'm on the tee at 7. I'm here to try my luck. They say this game's a tough one, but I'll give it my best shot. Though the bunkers look like beaches and the greens like parking lots. Oh, Lord. What am I going to do? Help me keep my head down. Save me from those double bogey blues. It's America's longest running network radio golf show, Tita Green. Check us out on our website. T2GreenRadio.com, like us on Facebook. We're also on Sirius XM Channel 211 and the Sirius XM app. Jay Ritchie alongside Jerry Evans teeing it up with Gary Player next on t to green And now today's Ben Hogan golf tip. 
Want to hit your long irons crisper and longer? It's important to take the club back easy on your backswing. A longer iron requires more of a sweeping fluid motion than other irons. To achieve this, try to take it back low and slow for the first few feet. This deliberate takeaway helps promote a smooth, shallow swing that's perfectly on plane. You'll find that sweet spot more consistently, and you'll see added yards in your four through six irons. And now a word from Ben Hogan Golf. At Ben Hogan Golf, we manufacture some of the finest golf equipment in the world in our small factory in Fort Worth, Texas. That's because we build each club by hand using the same process Mr. Hogan created when he started his company 65 years ago. We call it micromanufacturing, no mass production, and no shortcuts. Visit BenHoganGolf.com to learn more about our tour quality products and factory direct prices. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is you're one step closer to becoming your parents. Soon you'll have a separate fridge in the basement where extra groceries are exiled forever. Remember that frozen lasagna? Of course you don't. It's been down there since 2008. Good news is it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Piece of cake. Behind the lasagna. It's very old. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. Want to stay in touch with your favorite Sports Byline USA network hosts? Like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Sports Byline USA. You can also see the latest news in the world of sports, learn about upcoming contests and giveaways, plus catch up on guest info so you never miss a moment with the biggest names in every sport. Football, basketball, baseball, MMA, and more. No matter where you are in the U.S. or around the world, you can stay connected to the host and fans who love what you love. So check us out on Facebook and Twitter at Sports Byline USA. Your top source for golf news and entertainment on the radio, online, and on your smartphone. You found it. This is Tita Green. It's the Golf Show. Back with you for another edition of Talking Golf. Jay Ritchie along with Jerry Evans. And I haven't... I've said that many times over the past couple of years or so, but uh, this time I really, really am excited to have Jerry back with us because he's been gone a while. Uh, first, we, we had everything shut down for a while, so we went to n- not to doing a series of, uh, of uh, pre-recorded shows, pre- uh, from best of shows from the past several years, and then right when we got ready to go back to doing live shows, Jerry decided he was going to have some surgery uh, to both eyes. How you doing, Jerry? Well, I'm doing a lot better now. I had cataracts, you know, so I decided, well, 
Uh, I could have put it off, but then I thought, well, it was kind of what the doctor didn't say that convinced me that I needed to go ahead and do it, because they say if you uh, wait a while, it's a lot tougher to get it done. Oh, okay. So uh, I went ahead and said, let's go for it. And we had to actually postpone it for a little while because of all the coronavirus uh, outbreak. But I finally got it done. And uh, one of the things that's really interesting about cataracts, uh, you don't realize how many eye drops you're going to have to use. (laughs) It's amazing. Just amazing. First one eye, then the other. And now you're you're looking good and you're seeing good, huh? Well, yeah, I I appreciate that. Thank you very much. And uh, it's really uh, opened up a whole new world to me. It's something I haven't had in in years, the, the actual ability to look and see stuff without glasses on. Your timing, by the way, to come back on the show and join uh, join me is impeccable because we have an impeccable guest with us today. Yes. He's standing by on the Tita Green guest line. I've thought about a long, long introduction. We could go through all the things that Gary Player has done in his life and in his career, but then we wouldn't have any show left. So That's right. So <laughs> any time to talk to him. We're just going to bring him on right now and say hello and welcome to Tita Green the great Gary Player. Hi, Gary. How you doing? I'm doing fine. Thank you, Jay and Jerry. I was listening to Jerry about he can now see properly. That man, the bad news, you're going to see your mother-in-law now, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're correct. I thought he was going to say you're going to see all your bad drives now. Well, <laughs> that, that was the part I was waiting for. Yeah. <laughs> go off the fairway. So, so you have been camped out at your at your uh, daughter's house for a while here. How's that going, Gary? Well, I was on my way to India and to Abu Dhabi uh, for one of the golf courses we were designed, etc. And uh, I got, as you know, the Medal of Freedom, the greatest honor of my life. And I didn't want to be locked down in those countries. So I, I postponed that and came over here and arrived here one day and it was locked down here. So, uh, uh, but I'm staying with my daughter in Philadelphia. And luckily for me, because my heart goes out to those who have been affected by this corona, but she has a beautiful forest right adjoining her house. And also she has her own gymnasium, and the neighbor had one of these uh, uh, devices where you hit into the net. And so now with the golf courses being opened, I've been very active during this time. In fact, I've worked out harder in these times than ever before, which is, so you've got to make the, you've got to make the positive side of things, haven't you? Yes, you do. And you, she's not tired of you? She's not ready to kick you out yet? <laughs> well, not, not yet, fortunately, but, you know, there's always a good and a bad side to stories. Uh, you know, usually, you know, traveling around the world like I do all the time, which I've done for 63 years, we have 22 grandchildren, we have six children, and we have two great-grandchildren. So to ever spend a lot of time with them is not on the menu, unfortunately, but being so wonderful seeing our family and having family discussions you know, this is the way I was brought up when I was young, so it's, it's really been terrific. Now, you and Annika Sorenstam were scheduled to get the Presidential Medal of Freedom kind of right in the middle when all this hit back in mid-March. So did, did you actually get it, or what's the, what's the situation with that? No, it's been postponed. And, and Jay and Jerry, I want to tell you, you know, having been a professional golfer for almost 65 years now and have traveled more miles than any human being ever 
and the things that I've experienced and the awards that I've had bestowed upon me through my golfing prowess was much appreciated. But this Medal of Freedom that President Trump is awarding me and Annika is by far the greatest award I've ever had. To get something so profound as this award by the number one man in the world and the number one country in the world means so much to me because, as you guys know, I just love America so much. It's the greatest country that has ever existed. Sad to see people fighting amongst themselves now, which is a tragedy. But anyway, Lee, we go through these times. And uh, one of the things that, you know, I've... You know, even in my country, I haven't even had one word of congratulations from my government. But then there's President Trump, who does his homework, and he's found out, you know, the things that I've done. He's just not awarding me the Medal of Freedom because he knows and he's found out what I've tried to do in my life, and that is for freedom. Having lived in a country which practiced apartheid, very, very difficult times. And, you know, I take pride in the things that I try to do for freedom and still do. And when I'm finished my golfing career, I wouldn't like to be known as a golfer. I'd like to be known as a man who tried to change the lives of thousands of people, which we are doing. And so I'd like to tell you one little story that happened when I first came to America in 1957. I went down to L.A., not far from where you guys are now, and we played in the tournament. And I was playing, and I met the African-American golfer, Charlie Sifford. And I got talking to him, very strong, well-built guy, and he was not allowed to play on the tour. And I went along and spoke to the PGA, and I went up to his club in Cleveland, and I became a great friend of his. And when he was inducted into the Hall of Fame, he didn't ask any of his African-American friends to deduct him into the Hall of Fame. He asked a white guy from South Africa, Gary Player, to induct him into the Hall of Fame. That was one of the most touching moments of my life. And these are the things that I'll remember, like Lee Elder coming down to South Africa in the midst of apartheid, the African-American golfer. And isn't it sad? I had to get permission for him to come. That's how terrible it was. He came down under great duress from the, uh, certain uh, sectors over here, and I was called a traitor in South Africa. He came down, played in our PGA. It went off well. And I was able to put in a, a spoke in the wheel of apartheid. So there's some lovely stories I've got in my life with freedom, which gives me great joy to pass on to my grandchildren and great-grandchildren. Gary, what prompted you to go ahead and... and Speak a little louder, please. Okay, what, what prompted you to, uh, to get actually started in golf? Uh, because <clears throat> you just really don't hear about somebody from South Africa deciding that they want to embark in a career in golf. Uh, how did you get involved with it? Well, there was great naivety about South Africa because it's, South Africa is, a, is actually a, a replica of California. Great beaches, mountains, wonderful game reserves, incredible climate, food, the best beaches in the world. It's, it's an incredible country, and we have... Where I was brought up in Johannesburg, there were a hundred golf courses in a 60-mile radius. So golf, and you could play every day of the year, and my father played, and thank goodness he got me to play golf because I was excelling at other sports in school, and I said, I don't want to play golf, Dad. It's a sissy's game. Well, <laughs> it's a sport that lasts forever. It's the most difficult of all sports. If you speak to all the top athletes of the world that come to play golf eventually, which most of them do, because they all have very short careers. 
unlike golf, here I'm 84, I'm still shooting par, I've beaten my age 2,000, over 2,500 times, and I still play very well. You cannot do that in other sports. So thank goodness my dad got me to do that because it enabled me to travel, it enabled me to raise money for underprivileged people, uh, the friends that I've made and the love that I get around the world in airports, <clears throat> in supermarkets, on golf courses, wherever I go, the love I get. And I want to tell you something for your listeners. If you want to live well and longer, you've got to eat half. Now, that's impossible for somebody from America to do. You've got to eat half. You've got to, you've got to walk twice as much. And you've got to laugh three times as much. And you've got to have unmeasured love in your heart. If you practice those things, you'll live a long time. I'm 84, and guys, I'm just warming up. There you go. Very well said, and we expected no less from Gary Blair. Right? Absolutely <laughs> not. Yes, thank you. Gary, we're coming up on a break here. We're going to take a break. By the way, for listeners, we've got Gary on for the entire hour. We're going to keep Gary on uh, for uh, for the rest of the show here today on T to Green because we have so much to talk to him about and uh, so enjoyable talking to him we thought it would just be just be a crime if we only had Gary on for ten or fifteen minutes. You got that right. Yeah. So we're going to keep him on. We're going to come back on the other side of the break here and continue with World Golf Hall of Famer and the most recent recipient of the Presidential Medal of Honor. Gary Player, the great Gary Player, with us today here on Tee to Green. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. 
That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I, I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Golfers listen because we speak their language every week here on Tee to Green, the golf show. Scott Cuddy in master control. I'm Jay Ritchie along with Jerry Evans. And we continue with our guest, the great Gary Player with us today. Gary Player, uh, of course, his career in golf, legendary, but he is kept relevant as he is now uh, 84 years old, uh, golf course uh, design one of the things uh, that he has been doing a lot of charity work philanthropy with the gary player foundation and uh, we are so happy to have him with us on t to green today gary before before we get on to some of the other things we wanted to talk about you you mentioned uh, your your start in golf at a young age i heard a story once that you played your first round of golf at the age of 14 and you started out in your very first round of golf at the age of 14 by parring like your first four holes you ever played. Is that true? You know, in South Africa, we have the sport cricket, which is a very big sport in the world today. And I was getting full honors for cricket. So it was quite similar to the golf swing. And when I went out and played with my father the first time ever, they were very, very short, a very short par three, just a wedge. And the next hole you could all, the next hole, the next two holes you could almost drive. And I managed to get three pars, a miracle. Then I had my nines and my sevens and other high scores like that. But by then I'd got the bug. And thank goodness I did because what a game golf is. It's the most difficult sport of all. And it enables you to travel around the world, which I always wanted to do because I seek education. I read Winston Churchill's books, and, uh, you know, education is the light. And, you know, athletes are renowned as quite poor speakers, and it's imperative that the managers, uh, unfortunately, they don't insist upon their clients learning to speak well. And I think to have a command of the English language and to have a knowledge, and I had a very different ambition to other golfers. I wanted to have the best world record. I wanted to go to Australia and I won the most Australian Open seven, 13 South African Opens, one in Brazil and Japan and all over in Britain, all over the world. That I wanted to get off the plane, play against guys who were at home. I had a time change and a long trip and I thought what a challenge to be able to beat everybody in their home countries and develop a record. And 
I managed to do that. And that was the great thrill I had, my great challenge that faced me. And we must have a goal in life. It's imperative, isn't it? Absolutely. And uh, one of the things that we were kind of wondering about is once you played that first round of golf, <coughs> were you hooked at that moment or did you have to kind of still blend into it? No, I was hooked. There's something about golf. Golf is a disease. Once you play it, <laughs> and you know the great thing about golf, which you cannot say about other sports, you can be blind. I played, well, I was very friendly with a man called Charlie Boswell. He was blind. And I was playing at Augusta one year, and he walks out on the fairway. And not even the president is allowed to walk out on the fairway at Augusta. And he walks out on the fairway, and he says, Gary, how are you? I said, Charlie, you know, you're not allowed out here. He says, I'll just be a second. He says, look, we've got to have this great match you and I have been talking about. I want to play you for five grand. I said, Charlie, I don't gamble that much. I said, but how many strokes do you want? He says, I don't want any strokes. I said, well, that's not fair playing against a blind man. What are the conditions? He says, we'll play at my home course at midnight. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so blind people can play. I played with a man with no legs. Sir Douglas Bader from England, a zero handicap. I've played with people with one arm, one leg. It's quite unbelievable. And then you've got Dennis Walters in America here, who was inducted into the Hall of Fame, and he plays in a wheelchair. He came to South Africa, and he got uh, a cot. Uh, when he came back home, he was injured in a cot, and oh, he's quadriplegic. And, he, and he's already done 3,000 shows around the world with his courage in his wheelchair. Quite remarkable. Yeah, we've had, it's been a while, but we did have Dennis on the show a, a few years back. An amazing man. If you wouldn't have, have had a career uh, playing golf, what would, you, what would you have been? What would you have liked to have done? I'd like to have been a farmer. Well, I have been a farmer most of my life. And uh, that's where I got my great, uh, my batteries recharged. And I don't know what I like better as farming, because I did farming, I did crops, timber, and also racehorses, which is an amazing similarity between that and golf. And so I would like to, I did do that, but now at 84, I don't do that anymore. Uh, but uh, there are a lot of things I'd like to have done. I'd like to have been a school teacher and to be able to talk to children on fitness and health, because... You know, here in the greatest country in the world, there's probably going to be 100 million Americans with diabetes in 50 years or so's time uh, because of the way they eat and the, the way the parental guidance is, is, you know, there's no knowledge on how to eat properly and how to exercise. And they're taking exercise out of the schools instead of increasing it. My schools in South Africa, we have the greatest high schools in the world in South Africa the best facilities at school, the best dress code and manners, and they make you, well, they don't make you, but you automatically have to do uh, physical fitness three times a week. I mean, it's terribly important for young people. You know, America is the greatest country, but I'll tell you a great saying, the greatest saying I ever heard in my life, and it comes from Winston Churchill, and young people come to me all the time, young boys and young girls that play golf and say, what have I got to do to become a champion? I said, nobody can tell you what to do to become a champion. It's a little thing called it. And not many people have that thing called it. I said, but listen very carefully. Winston Churchill said, 
when they asked him how come he was so successful, he said the height that great men reached and kept were not attained by sudden flight, but while his opponents were sleeping, he was toiling upward in the night. And that's what I did. I hit more balls than any golfer that ever lived. I do my If I went out to a dinner and I had to do my exercise, I got back at 12 o'clock. I went to that gym. I went to the hotel manager, and he was reluctant to give me the key, but I assured him that I'd put everything back. And I still today at 84, I mean, I'm still pushing 300 pounds with my legs. I'm doing my push-ups, my bench presses. I still run on the treadmill at max. Now, you see, when I was a young man, I thought of 84. I said, man, alive. You, you're lucky to be alive, which I suppose you are, because all my golfing friends are dead. But really, I mean, I'm playing golf like I was a young man, and I still work and travel all around the world. So, I mean, honestly, we've got the wrong idea in life. We, we're not eating and we're not exercising and we're not, we don't have the right strategy for longevity. I'm definitely going to do a book on my opinion what helps people to have longevity. So that's where you came up. Uh, I guess we talked about it a little bit, was being a pioneer in uh, diet, health, and fitness, and, and certainly in golf. So all these recommendations you're making are to uh, help people improve their life, but also to uh, be able to play golf better, play whatever sport they're interested in, uh, to be able to play that better, correct? Exactly, Jerry. And it's not only just the golf. It's being a better husband. It's, it's being a better wife. It's being a better father. It's, uh, it's just an overall, it's an overall remedy for life. And, you know, if you, you, so many people today are suffering from depression, so many, and it's just unnecessary for people to do that if they start off and they're educated correctly along the correct lines. You see, the first thing that I learned in my life, which was, it was a godsend. My mother was sad, but terribly sad, but in one way it was a godsend. My mother died when I was nine, which was a tragedy in my life. My brother went to war at 17 from South Africa to fight with the Americans, and my brother-in-law went as well. He never came back. And I lay, and my father was working in a gold mine 8,000 feet underground, and my sister's at boarding school, and I went to this great school, but it took an hour and a half to get back home. And I get back home, nine years of age. I had to cook my own food, not very good, wash and iron my clothes, wake up myself in the morning to get up at 5.30 and go to school. And I lay in bed every night crying, wishing I was dead. On the other hand, adversity is the greatest gift that one can ever have in your life. And every single person in this world has to have adversity. It's part of God's plan. It's part of the plan. I know a lot of people don't believe in God, and that's their choice. My life is surrounded by my faith in the Lord. And the thing is this, it doesn't matter what your belief is, but you've got to realize you've got to have adversity in life. You can't escape it. And schools don't teach that. They'd, you know, I'd love to have the money of a Bill Gates to build the perfect school in America. Oh, would I love to do that? That would be just something fantastic. Because, as Winston Gary, Churchill said, the youth of a nation... Gary, we're coming up on a break here, so uh, we'll continue on the other side with our guest, Gary Player, today on Tee to Green.
And now today's Ben Hogan golf tip. Want to hit your long irons crisper and longer? It's important to take the club back easy on your backswing. A longer iron requires more of a sweeping fluid motion than other irons. To achieve this, try to take it back low and slow for the first few feet. This deliberate takeaway helps promote a smooth, shallow swing that's perfectly on plane. You'll find that sweet spot more consistently, and you'll see added yards in your four through six irons. And now a word from Ben Hogan Golf. At Ben Hogan Golf, we manufacture some of the finest golf equipment in the world in our small factory in Fort Worth, Texas. That's because we build each club by hand using the same process Mr. Hogan created when he started his company 65 years ago. We call it micromanufacturing, no mass production, and no shortcuts. Visit BenHoganGolf.com to learn more about our tour quality products and factory direct prices. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. News, interviews, and fun for everyone interested in golf. This is T. Green, the golf show, Jay Ritchie with Jerry Evans, and another home edition of the show. By the way, the Broadmoor, our home, our usual home, will be reopening uh, later in the month on June the 28th, and we expect to be back at the Broadmoor for that. But until then, we'll be doing a couple of more shows from my home here in Colorado Springs, Colorado. want to get right back to our guest. Boy, this hour just flying by. And uh, Gary Player is with us, the great Gary Player, uh, who uh, since 2012, among other things, has served as an honorary starter at the Masters. Gary, you didn't get to hit that first ball this year at the Masters, but are you going to be there in November? You bet, uh, you bet, uh, Jack Nicholas, who's my best friend. You know, 
I I hit him. I I drive him every year now because I work out so much harder than he does. And and I tease him. He gets pretty uh, peeved off that I outdrive him. But I said, Jack, you outdrive me for 40 years. I said, man, now it's my turn. I said, you're only going to have a few years. Take it like a man. And I said, we, we, we tease each other, which is just great. And so it's such a thrill to hit off there because I watched, I watched the players of the past hit off there. And uh, Sam Sneed, who was a phenomenal athlete, and Byron Nelson and a whole host of other players. Jock Hutchinson, a lot of your viewers have never even heard of him. I watched them hit off. And I must say that with Phil Mickelson and Ricky Fowler and, and, and Baba Watson and a few guys who came out there at 7 o'clock in the morning to watch Jack and Arnold and I hit off, I just really appreciated that, that they would have respect because I always had respect for my elders who played golf before me to pave the way for us to have a better life in golf. And, I mean, you look at the prize money today every week, a million dollars first prize. We never, ever played for a million dollars in a year, in a year, Arnold Palmer was the first man to win $100,000 in a year, and we thought that was incredible. I mean, now, I tell you, that's uh, a couple of, that's three, six months' uh, caddy fees now. Yeah, yeah the, certainly the prize money has gone way, way up there, that's for sure. So uh, as far as the tournaments are concerned, what was your most memorable win for you? Now, that's impossible. I've asked that question all the time. When you win the Grand Slam on both tours, and the only man in the world to do that, how blessed can you be, of which I am eternally grateful for. I never forget to say a prayer one, two, three, four, five times a day, how lucky I am to visit this great country, to win all those golf tournaments, to have three children that are American citizens, that I have 15 American grandchildren, I just say prayers of everything because I'm very, very grateful. My wife is very ill at the moment, and it just makes you realize how lucky you are to be well and the things that you receive. You won the Grand Slam before you reached the age of 30. Uh, was that a big deal back then like it is now? Oh, my goodness me, it sure was. When I was 23, I, won, I was the youngest man to win the British Open, which is the most difficult tournament to win of them all because of the weather factors. And I said, well, I've got my first leg in. And then I won at the Masters, and that was my second leg in. And then the PGA, now comes the U.S. Open, and so many players never won the Grand Slam that won three of the four, Arnold Palmer, Lee Trevino, Tom Watson, Sam Snead, and others. And the final one is the hardest one to win because that's where the pressure is the most. But I never felt the pressure that most people thought I would because what I went through as a young person far exceeded pressure compared to winning the Grand Slam. But Jack Nicklaus was instrumental in helping me to win the Grand Slam because he said, look, don't go to Greensboro. Come to St. Louis with me and practice for the week if you want to win and beat me to win the Grand Slam. I mean, he's such a sportsman, Jack Nicklaus. And I went there, and I won, and I won the Grand Slam before him, and he was the first to congratulate me. He's the greatest gentleman I've ever played golf with in my life. Gene Saracen, Ben Hogan, 
Jack Nicklaus, Tiger Woods, and Gary Player, the only people to win the career Grand Slam. That's a pretty good company. That's a pretty good club. Well, it certainly is, and uh, you've got to be very, very thankful for But there are other players now knocking on the door to win one more. Uh, Rory McIlroy has to win Augusta. And then you've got Jordan Spieth has to win another one. I think he's got to. I think he's got to win the PGA, if I'm not mistaken, to complete the Grand Slam. And I don't see any reason why these two young won't do it. Roy, jo, uh, Jordan Spieth's game's gone off a lot, but Rory McIlroy is still the best golfer in the world. And if he can, you see, the secret to, to winning golf tournaments is not long hitting, as everybody all they talk about is long hitting. The most important thing is being a great putter and to have a great mind. Now, Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson were two of the worst drivers of a golf ball I ever saw for really top, top, top players. But they were number one and number two in the world. Great minds, great competitors, and phenomenal short games. And that's what you've got to have is a special mind to win these tournaments. And so what Rory's got to do, he's got to get his mind in shape and... Jordan Speed's got to get his game in shape, and they can do it. And uh, I expect them to do it, and I hope they do, because it's very, very good for golf all over the world, and this kind of publicity is what we need in the sport. Wouldn't you also maybe consider that, like Brooks Kepka, Dustin Johnson, players like that that also have chances of going on and winning the Grand Slam? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. They certainly do, and there are other players that will come out of the woods uh, and we'll do it. Uh, you know, there's no question about it. Uh, gee, I remember people always saying, you know, the best player I ever saw in my life was Ben Hogan, and I was anxious to listen to his tip on your radio this morning. Uh, ben Hogan, uh, for example, he went, he won nine majors. Now think about this, guys. He went to war for five years in his prime. Then he has an accident like no other pros ever had or come close to, there must have been one or two that might have. And he doesn't play in a major championship for almost 30 occasions. In his prime, what would he have done? He would have won the most majors. I never saw a man hit a ball. I never saw a string like that. The two best strings I've ever seen are Sam Snead and Ben Hogan. And Hogan, was he was a genius. And yet, he never had the opportunity you know, he sacrificed his golf for his country, which was phenomenal. So then you take tennis. You take a man like Rod Laver. He won the Grand Slam twice. And then he was barred. You had the man called Hunt, the Bunker Hunt family, who barred, who took over the tennis tour, and barred professionals from playing in any major championships. The U.S. Open, Wimbledon, etc., Australian Open, so Rod Laver never played in majors for five years, 20 majors in his prime. So people are very quick to say who the best player in the world has ever been. We are with Gary Player, member of the World Golf Hall of Fame. Before the Presidential Medal of Freedom, Gary, was getting to the World Golf Hall of Fame maybe your biggest honor, your biggest achievement? Ever, 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 as I said earlier on, to receive... Uh, the Medal of Freedom, when there's so many people that could receive it in the world. But thank goodness I was given it not for my golfing prowess, but for what I've tried to do for freedom. 
which is so important. And I really and truly appreciate President Trump doing his homework, doing his homework before he awarded me this to realize what I tried to do with freedom in my life. And it's by far because I, again, repeat, love this country, America, so much. It's just a shame. It's just a shame that people who live in this country take it for granted and don't realize what a great country this is. If you take the students of America at colleges, they are naive about the rest of the world. Even though they're studying, they know so little about the rest of the world. You know, I'm fascinated, having traveled more miles than anybody ever that ever lived. I've visited so many countries that practice socialism, and they were finished. Not every one of them, but most of them were finished and ruined. And Winston Churchill, I loved what he said, because I hear politicians saying, uh, the next government that they win, they'll practice socialism. I want to actually puke. Winston Churchill so aptly said, there are only two places in the world where socialism exists. One in heaven, where they don't need it, and the other one is in hell, where they use it every day. <laughs> are you uh, still doing a lot of golf course design work or, or not? Yes, I am, but not a lot, because it's quietened down a lot at the moment. But, uh, yes, we are still active, very active, well, as much as can be uh, at, at available at these times. But I love it, because I was a farmer, and a champion golfer. So I knew a lot about golf holes and golf conditions. And being a farmer, I realized the value of water. You see, so few young people in America realize we're running out of water. In, 20, in, in the year 2025, we'll be 25% short of water. Water is something that's so valuable. Good water is scarce now. And you've got to know not to over-fertilize. I'm visiting a lot of golf courses up here in Philadelphia, and I want to cry because they're cutting down these old, beautiful trees. They say to get the golf course more oxygenated, more, more oxygen, more wind on the fairways and the greens. It's a sin. It's a tragedy. It's not, it's not necessary to do that. And then I play golf courses that are beautiful and cost a lot of money to build and to develop and play the architect, and the bunkers are unplayable. So it's important that we build golf courses, realizing we've got to use the effluent water. You shouldn't be using any fresh water for golf courses. And there's so much effluent water around. So there's a lot for us still to learn. So what would be your, considered your favorite golf course? Now, that's impossible to say because you have so many. You have Pebble Beach. You have Cypress Point. You have... Uh, Donald Trump's golf course, President Trump's golf course in Scotland called Turnbury. And then you have St. Andrews, and then you have Augusta. You have so many wonderful golf courses in South Africa. We have wonderful golf courses in Australia. Very difficult to pick one. Now, we, we had the opportunity, obviously, of, of doing this program from the Broadmoor in Colorado Springs. Have you ever played here? Yes, I have. It was, it was a very, very beautiful place. Yeah, it's a, it's a, I think it's a Robert Trent Jones design. As well. I think that's correct. I think that is correct, yes. So what are you doing the rest of the year? Are you ever going to finish and go, go on the trip to India? Yes, I'll go back to India, and I'll probably go to uh, China and, and Africa and also to Abu Dhabi in the Middle East, 
fascinating country, Abu Dhabi. And uh, so, I, you know, that's the nice thing at 84. I work almost as hard as I did when I was 24. And that's the secret because I don't believe the human being was built to live to 100 years of age. And we're doing everything to, in our power to destroy that. My great dream for America is for parents and schools to point out to children how bad it is to become a beast. Once you become a beast, diabetes comes in, your immune system gets low, and you get heart attacks. You've got to avoid obesity, and schools are not putting emphasis on this at all. Not slowing down at all. That's Gary Player, age 84 and still going strong. Gary, we really, really appreciate you taking uh, the extra time to join us for the full hour on Tea to Green today. We've only done that with a couple of guests in the past. One was Dave Stockton and another was Hale Irwin. So you're in good company there as well. Okay. Gary Player. Gary, thanks for joining us today, and congratulations on winning the uh, on earning the Presidential Medal of Freedom. Absolutely. Uh, thank you very much. I appreciate it, and God bless America. Thank Mr. you, sir. Mr. Gary Player. Don't need to say much more than that. I don't think we have to. Uh, that was outstanding. A, a great, great uh, program today, and our thanks to Gary. We're going to take a break. We'll come back, and uh, our final segment, uh, we've... We've got an update on a guest we had on last week's show coming your way. This is Tita Green. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? 
then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student Loan Advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851 The fastest hour in radio, the quickest hour in golf, Tee to Green, continues... Jay Ritchie along with Jerry Evans. And last week on the show, we had Jennifer Cupcho, Colorado native, who's a member of the LPGA Tour. And uh, this past week, they played the Cobank Colorado Women's U.S. Open at the Green Valley Ranch Golf Club in the Denver area. It's out near Denver International Airport. I've played that course. So have I. And Jennifer Cupcho won. She shot a four under par 68 and beat Carlotta Saganda of Spain for her first pro victory. She was paired with Saganda in the last round, never relinquished the lead after Saganda closed the gap to within one after the par 4 11th hole. Her first professional win caps an amazing stretch for her, winning the NCAA Women's Individual Championship in 2018, the inaugural Augusta National Women's Amateur Championship, at Augusta just over a year ago. Uh, she, a two-time runner-up in the Women's Open here in Colorado, took home $50,000 worth of first prize money. She's an up-and-coming rising star, and look for her for many, many tournaments to come. When the LPGA gets back to yeah. playing. <laughs> we got to get things going on that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Oh, boy, Gary Player, what a great uh, time we had with him today. Had a million more questions for him. Maybe one of these days we'll get him back. Uh, that would be wonderful. I'd love to have it. 84 years young and still going strong. We hope you enjoyed that segment. Great to have you back with us, Jerry. Well, thank you. It's a pleasure to be back and being able to see really well. <laughs> Super job by Scott Cuddy, as usual, in Master Control. And that is it. We thank you for joining us today. And uh, we'll see you back here next week on Tee to Green. In the meantime, keep your distance. Wash your hands. And hit them along and hit them straight.